Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Tuesday, December 17th. I am Stacy, and I am joined today by Mika, Natalia, Kristen, and Min. And we are going to be talking about holiday reads. And this is going to be a free-flowing episode filled with all of the ridiculously sappy, fabulous tropes that we all love this time of year. But first, I would be remiss if I did not follow through and do all of Shannon's typical housekeeping announcements. I hope I can do them justice. So if you would like to follow us either on Facebook or Twitter, you can search Book Bistro Podcast. And we have a reader group on Facebook where you can join us and learn about what we are reading. You can tell us what you are reading and keep up with all of what the women of Book Bistro are doing with books. You can also send an email to the Book Bistro Podcast at gmail.com. And I think I did that right. Ladies, did I miss anything? Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, that makes me happy. So this evening we're going to talk a little bit about holiday reads because they light up my heart and soul, which is funny because I like to pretend 11 months of the year that I'm this jaded cynic with like a very, I always like to say with a heart of stone. And then it gets to be like mid-November and all of a sudden I just start like diving into these ridiculously sappy just everything that the the rest of the year I would roll my eyes at and never read, I read these books. Um, so I kind of want to figure out what are all of your favorite tropes, and I'll share mine too, but um, what are some of your favorite tropes for this time of the year? Min, I'm going to start with you. Okay. So my favorite holiday trope, Christmas trope of all time, is the Christmas get together like this you know the huge house parties that people have where like people come over and you know it's like this long drawn out affair and I have to admit that a lot of my favorite Christmas romances are historicals so this is a lot more common (laughs) back (laughs) in the 1800s 1700s where you know um the well-to-do people of London society um, <laughs> travel to the countryside for Christmas oh, yes. for like a month at a time. And I'm like, it'd be really great to live in the 1800s and being, you know, able to just take off to the country. Gallivant um, to a house party with no other responsibility. Yes. <laughs> yes. For a month. Exactly. Right. No bills to pay. All right. No food to buy. Servants <laughs> <laughs> to cook it all. You just sit there oh, and yes. drink some mulled wine, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> or that matured meat. Right. Oh, yes. So tell okay. me, Min, what are some of your favorites in the genre that we need to read? So... I think Natalia is probably going to say this too, but my favorite one yes. is A Wallflower <laughs> Christmas yes. by Mrs. And Natalia, you can chime in too if you want about this. Um, but this is beautiful. This is kind of like a novella um, after her Wallflowers series. Um, and all of the ladies on the Wallflower series make an appearance and they play matchmaker to... Lillian and Daisy's older brother and um, kind of like a chaperone for the lady that he was supposed to marry. And it's just really beautiful and fun because you get to catch up with all the couples from the series and see how happy they are and um, you know the romance between Rafe and Hannah is really great too and I just love like reading about the holiday traditions, you know, back then yes. and thinking about them going on like sleigh rides and um, decorating this ginormous Christmas tree. Like it's just very wholesome and fun. And, you know, during the rest of the year, it makes me want to puke, but this time <laughs> of year, right? 
I know. I was like, I want this. Why can't I just go away to a house party and, you know, have a fantastic little romance? Well, because, you know, in a trope like this, I'm guessing that during the house party, there's like this false sense of like, is it idol or ideal? Where, you know, these people are kind of living in this bubble of tranquility. And then I'm guessing mm -hmm. by the end, mm -hmm. it has to burst and they have to return to the mundanity of life. And yep. will the romance kind of survive returning to a world away from the snow and the sleigh rides and all that. Is that kind of right, Min? Because yes. I haven't yep. read this book. I hate to tell you. I love Lisa Kleypas and I haven't read it. Oh, you should definitely read this one. Yeah. Because it's, it's a gem. And I read it every year because it makes me so happy. And I, I read it like this year already. Is this a book yeah. you can read, like, as a standalone? Or do you have to read everything before it to make it make sense? No, you can read it as a standalone for sure. Um, but because the couples do make an appearance, <clears throat> it's kind of good to read the other books before so you know their stories but it's not necessary at all yeah I would and this say is a great, it's spoilery okay and like it's a great yeah. series it's the wallflower series by lisa Kleypas. there's um yep. oh, secrets of a summer night um uh, yeah i've heard the autumn one. One i've heard you guys autumn. talk about it before yeah, yeah. Devil one autumn winter. devil in winter scandal devil in spring. Winter is my favorite spring. yeah, yeah. So, and it's and then, an iconic <laughs> series it's like one of her most famous ones it's pretty special yeah. i would say yeah. so so tell, Natalia, yeah. what, what is your impression of this book? Because I know that the two of you kind of gently duped it out about this book, right? Like who got to talk yeah. about it? But Min <laughs> won because she said it first. <laughs> so, so what would I, you have said about it? We can oh, share. Well, the yeah. same thing. We can share. Yes, yes. All is fair in love and Christmas. <laughs> so I, what I, love I love it. about the book is the marital discord. Because I, I love marital discord, <laughs> not in real life. But I just, what I really love about this book is what happens after the happily ever after. Because, you know, in most of our romance novels we read and they end happily ever after. And everything happens for them. But rarely do mm -hmm. we get a book that talks about, you know, the actual in between the um, last chapter and the epilogue. And I feel like this book does it. And mm. Even though it's nice and it happy happy and it sticks with the holiday season, you still get, you know, the stress. Um, because while, you know, for us it's all a dream to be able to go with society and have someone else make all food and all drinks and never have to clean or pick up after anything. They have their own stress back then, their own um, I guess, mm -hmm. woes. So it's nice to see those in action and also you know it, it was good to see all my favorite couples again and the story was really beautiful I think I love that I'll have to check it out I I don't it's on my TBR I don't know why I haven't read it so um you're going to be so obsessed that we're not gonna we're gonna like block your text messages <laughs> <laughs> so who else has a trope that you want to I talk won't about? block you oh thank you um who else has a trope you want to talk about <laughs> that makes you happy this time of year um, I will. Okay, Nika. So, so the trope that I want to talk about is um, grumpy person does not like Christmas surrounded <laughs> by people who absolutely love the holiday. Oh, my God. I love that trope, too. It's so great. I love it. <laughs> I love watching someone who's like, you know, and, and the, more, the more angsty the better. So I, um, so right now I'm currently reading, um, I think that like Harlequin, like novellas or Harlequin, like the shorts really work mm -hmm. well for this. Yes. Because I started one this afternoon and let me grab the name of it because I really appreciate Harlequin because you know exactly what you're getting from the title. Yep. Right. <laughs> this, this is the screen is called mistletoe proposal on the children's ward so oh wow, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. so who's the grumpy one i have to know <laughs> it kind of sounds like a mystery an amazing title it sounds like a soap a opera like the epilogue like to my sister's keeper <laughs> I mean, it needed me so um so this one it's I, I'm still reading it, but, um, and I think, and it takes place in England and I'm, and it's throwing me it off. Is. It's throwing me off 
because um, it has like a lot of like the English terms for medical terms. And so I had to, I had to figure, figure out like, I've never heard of any of these conditions or any of these medicines in my life. <laughs> um, but Jamie is an orthopod, which sounds like a scientific plant that's going to eat you, but I guess it's an <laughs> orthopedic surgeon or something. <laughs> Or maybe like physical therapist. Oh and then God. it says that she's the nurse. The woman is the nurse, but we call her doctor. And so I'm a little, I'm a little confused. And it's just, it's just me. I'm a little culturally ignorant about this. Um, just roll with it, Mika. Just like yeah. it's cool. I just figured like, I don't out know it was England. You have to believe for holidays. And it was England because Tylenol is like paracetamol or something like that. So I was like, oh, that's England. Okay. Um, <laughs> So which one's but grumpy in this book? The well, she's not grumpy as much as like depressed. So it was like his uh, wife and daughter died around course. Christmas, and yep. so and she needs someone to play Father Christmas, and he has no intentions of doing that. Um, you know, like for the children's work. So he doesn't. He can't really do that. Um, so she's just like really plucky heroine. He's just gotten. He's just come to the ward. And she's like, hey, do you want to go bowling with us? Or, hey, you know what? We could really use someone to play Father Christmas. Or, hey, you know what? I'm in charge of all of our, of our like, we're a really social hospital. We're a really social team. So there's bowling and there's a potluck. And what would you like to bring? And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this woman is me. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> this woman is exactly how I am. She's super extroverted. She wants to make sure everyone's included. And i and it just has everything that I love so far, like really cute kids. And, you know, eventually she's going to talk him into being Father Christmas. And I can see the writing on the wall with this book. And I don't care because I, I love it. And I actually love these kinds of books, like any time of the year. Um, it just depends <laughs> That's why you're on different from, oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, I, I, just, I just like it, like, any time of the year. But just depending, because sometimes sometimes I need a big injection of, like, super happy, cheesy McCheese, fluffy, schmaltzy, <laughs> yes. delightful, <laughs> you know, um, things. And but, so that's my, that's my thing, is someone getting, getting like, in a jolt of this Christmas magic. Like, and in you know, spite of what they want. It's interesting so, because I love those, too. There was a Sarah Morgan that came out a couple years ago, and I'm hoping someone can help me. I want to say it's Moonlight Over Manhattan, but I don't. I think I'm wrong. About the dog walker who's the twin. Yes, yes. Yep. And she yeah, plays it's uh, Moonlight Over Manhattan. It's about yeah, her. Yeah. I love that book so much, and it's the same sort of thing. He's grumpy. He doesn't really like Christmas. He's like right. a doctor. That's like, all he does, and then. Right, I feel right. like in that one, she also convinces him to play Santa on the, um, like in the children's wing of the That's hospital. I, what I was going to ask is Father Christmas Santa Claus in this case? Yes. In, yeah, in yes. England. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's, yeah. That's what they call Father Christmas. So I, I love that too. I, and it's rewarding to me. And even though we know what the ending is going to be, the journey and like what the author is going to do, you know, there's always like some really like silly moment where, you know, the, whoever's the grumpy one or the depressed one gets put into this like ridiculous situation that gives you like right. a laugh out loud moment. Right. There's always like some real sweet, like heartfelt, like family embracing moment. Right. I mean, like there's all these different things. And even though right. we know what's going to happen, they quick. just, it works. Right. Until we get right. to the ending. So I call it the de fire moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just get descrugified. Oh my god! So I like that. To be um, in the next um, um, what Webster's dictionary, like we need to have yes. descrugifying moment. It's it's like the perfect description, and yeah, it always yeah. makes us happy, doesn't it? Like when we have it that does. moment, right? So uh, warm and delightful. I just wanted to also say that my other. I hope that someone talks about this, but my other favorite thing is um, is like traditions and food. And, yes. um, and whether it's a mm -hmm. Christmas book or it's a book about Hanukkah, um, cause I've seen like a couple of Hanukkah romances and things like that. I love, I, I need to know what you're eating. I need, <laughs> I need to know it's a need. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I love that too. Cause it kind of adds some depth or like, you know, when the whole town gets well, together and bakes all the different types of Christmas cookies. Oh, yes. Okay. What is it? What's that? Um, What's I know you, you guys have heard me talk about, uh, you guys have heard me talk about Lauren Royal and her yes. Chase family. Well, she actually has 
what's called the, the Chase Family Recipes book. And it has all the recipes that they cook in her Chase Family series, the, the three different series. And there's and do they the, that sounds like my book. just about the recipes. Yeah, it's there. It's the holiday. It's everything in, in all of her series, all the recipes that come up in her different in her three different series all through their whole thing. And plus the Christmas recipes. It's Ooh. awesome to. That to sounds read. like my cup of tea. Cause there's backstories to it and like how it comes into the family and all of that. Yes. Really cool. Yeah. That, that is, I, I and think you it's know, called it ideas. Chase family oh, recipes. Called? I think is what it's called. Excellent. Yay. Food. Food is important. For, <laughs> so for, Kristen, do you have any yes, tropes that you really appreciate or like, you know, need to read about this time of year? Um, I kind of, I'm really into the whole, like the, the historical Christmas. Um, I, I have to throw Lauren Royal back in there again. Like her, her most recent book that just came out this year, a chase family Christmas really pulls all the, it pulls the, first series of families together um which is the jewel trilogy and it's um so it happens between the jewels and the flowers trilogy and it brings all those couples back together and their children and tradition um and there's a lot of pranks and um you know that kind of thing like the one of the brothers one of the chase brothers is like a total prankster and he um he's like the whole story kind of uh is about thwarting um his sister's sex life <laughs> it's really hilarious <laughs> um but it all kind of centers around like the whole christmas thing like um and then you've got the tradition and people making food together and just coming together and even though it's wild and crazy and loud everybody is obviously they love each other and it's just fun there's there's no real uh anti-christmas in that kind of in that book but then you have i do like the uh the grumpy person that kind of gets turned into like the descrutify yep. thing i love that um, um, I'm trying to think of a good one. I can't, it's sad cause I can't think of a book, but I can think of a movie, a, a Hallmark Christmas movie and it may be a book. <laughs> um, <laughs> cause I know a lot of them have been oh, coming out. The, the Friday Harbor. Movies. Are you talking about um, Lisa Claypo's the Christmas Eve at no, Friday this Harbor? One is, they um, made that a movie? It, it's not that one. This one's called a, a Royal Christmas Prince. Oh, the, um, you know what? I can't think of her name. That's the Scrooge. Uh -huh. And I can't think of the name of um, the author, but I, um, she does write a Christmas novel every year because she wrote this Christmas Prince and then I think um, has had um, success writing things. So I can totally see yeah, exactly. Sarah Morgan, yeah. she writes a Christmas one every year. I yeah, love no, that about is, her. I know, I do too. But it, this one is a Hallmark. Yep movie and yeah, i think was... one has come out the last three christmases or at least two christmases but that that one's a really good one and then um one that i i love is how the whole family getting together um one that i love is joanna Lindsay. um mm -hmm. oh yay the present uh -huh. um, which is her i think it's her fifth or sixth book in the Mallory Anderson series. And I love how it pulls the absolute whole family together. Even couples you haven't read about yet um, are brought into this book, but it fits. It's not like, wait, we haven't met those people yet because everybody makes an appearance in everybody else's book. You just may not know their whole storyline. And the, that book, it combines two different timelines together but it's all about family um and you know uh forbidden love comes into this book uh, because one of the the marquis i think the marquis of Haver haverston 
is in love with his maid and everybody knows it, but nobody knows it. <laughs> um, but no one, everybody knows, it. but they're not supposed yeah. to know. Yeah. And, and, and so, it, but that comes to light in that book. And I love things like that because it's just, yes. everybody's in this giant castle together and it's snowing and it's beautiful and, and it's and love lovely. Blossoms. And I love all of that. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I wish that I could, a lot of what I love about Christmas romances is that I am a hopeless romantic and I can see myself just sitting there with that family and just feeling the love. Yes. And I want to be a part of that. So yeah, that's what I, I, I love that. And I can really do it anytime, but Christmas I do fall into it extra hard. Yep. Me too. What about you, Natalia? Tell me about your favorite tropes. Well, one of my favorite tropes. So my favorite trope is that I like Christmas anytime. Christmas in March, Christmas in May. <laughs> Christmas right. um, this year I had Christmas in July because <laughs> I had a baby. And so when the month he was born, I read a lot of Christmas books. So when it came to December, I, I couldn't find any that I wanted to read. And then I got a bunch of recommendations from you wonderful ladies. And I haven't stopped reading Christmas I've Yay. like basically <laughs> taken over all the Christmas in the romance uh, romance package, or is it Audible Escape now? Audible Escape, yeah. So, what are my favorite Christmas tropes? I love family, and you know I'm a little controversial, so I like everything that everybody has talked about, of course, because I'm a sap and I like cheese and and all that stuff. But I love <laughs> the Christmases. When, you know, somebody came home after 10 years and the person yes. they left with a broken heart or, um, you know, an ex-husband, an ex-wife have to spend Christmas together for the sake of the children and sparks fly <laughs> or, you know, oh, yes. um, or coming home for Christmas, even though I haven't spoken to my mother in you know, whatever amount of years for X amount of reasons, but I have to come home now. So the kind of the kind of books that family is divided for whatever reason and Christmas forces them to come together for the sake of the holiday and then they end up coming together actually and not necessarily resolving their issues because, you know, sometimes things in life can't be resolved, but learning to accept each other, that I love. Yeah. I love do you have that. like a yeah, do you have beautiful. a good recommendation for that? Because that sounds like something I need to read like everything of right away. Well, what comes to mind is the <laughs> Um, Nora Roberts Christmas stories they were written in 1990 yes. I wasn't even born in 1990 oh my gosh you have to keep reminding us <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what it's called gosh now uh, I feel old I <laughs> <laughs> but I love them it's um, one of the stories I think it's the second one it's called home for Christmas he um, the gentleman hasn't been home he left uh, what eight years ago or 10 years ago, I believe. And I, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, he comes back. And of course the protagonist lady doesn't want anything to do with him. Um, and he's uh, not necessarily trying to make amends, but you know, he's back and he's not leaving. So it's, it's, you know, really good. I love, uh, of course, you know, Nora Roberts writes everything, but I always say this and I've always said this, that my favorite thing about her writing is her dialogue and mm -hmm. family, um, the way she writes family because uh, she's so good at writing biological family, but also found family and found friendship. And oh, can I, I just mention something? I'm sorry, Natalia. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Natalia. Um, so I just wanted to mention two things uh, Nora Roberts related. So... Um, I don't know if this book was, is in the Christmas stories thing that you were talking about, Natalia, but, mm -hmm. um, this reminds me a lot of Gabriel's angel. No, um, it's not, but it is a with a stranger. Book. I love so, that. Gabriel's <laughs> angel is so, is so good. And she doesn't really know. Are they snowed in? Like, I don't even remember all of that. Yes, I, they know, are. I loved it. He rescues yes, her in a snowstorm and she's in. pregnant. And you literally yeah. like took the words. So you took <laughs> the words out of my mouth because that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to talk <laughs> about Gabriel's No, don't apologize. That's just means <laughs> that our minds are connected in the same wavelength. I think that's beautiful. I also just it's a beautiful thing. I just also really wanted to mention really quick um, that uh, on the JD Rob side, um, she's got like, 
Eve, Eve, bleh, Eve Dallas struggling to figure out what to buy all these people that are like suddenly in her life that right. she didn't found really want family. in her life. Like all yeah, yeah, yeah. Found family. Yeah. She's like, what am I supposed to get? Ugh, Christmas. Now I got to buy people presents and what if I don't like it? And, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and she's so thoughtful about the way that she selects the gifts that it's, it's, I love seeing people like who didn't have that family, you know, get it. And now they're like, Oh my God, I have this family. Now I have to buy these presents and I want them to like it. And Oh my God, what if they don't? And so it's really, it's really great. Yeah. It's like now, I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Now they're the curmudgeons, you know? Yeah. Now they're, and, and, and it's also like a rite of passage. Like, Oh my God, I never had this before, but now I get to, you know, complain like everybody else about, Oh God, I have to plan a party. I have to cook. I have to do this. Oh my God, all these people. But you know, they and, obviously wanted it in their lives. <laughs> and that's the interesting thing, too, about the Christmas novels. I mean, Christmas is such a, or the holidays are, you know, supposed to be this, like, lovely time of the year. And that's what, you know, we like to focus on is the lovely part and the snow and the romance of having snowball fights and getting your first kiss while laying in a bank of snow, which sounds dreadful to me, but in the book sounds really romantic. And, you know, all these different things that sound great, baking Christmas cookies as a community and, you know, all these things. But, you know, the holidays aren't always an easy time for people because it can be a time of sadness and loss and, and feeling alone. And, um, you know, I, I like books that kind of explore that. So it makes me sound like less sappy than like I want to. But um, am I the only one that's read um, the Poppy Alexander book, 25 Days Till Christmas? Have any of you read that book besides oh, me? Oh, no, I read it and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's about this woman who's struggling so hard. She, um, I'm sort of obsessed with these, um, Christmas novels that take place in London or like in England. Like I think they're fabulous. Right. And, and this book, um, this young woman, um, her husband died when their son, he was in the army and he died, uh, when there's or the military, I should say. And he died when their son was like, I don't know, like two years old or something or three. And now he's six and she's struggling along, um, barely making ends meet. And she finally decides this one year that she's going to give him the month of December to remember and to make Christmas feel magical to him. Cause it used to, to her before she had all this tragedy in her life. And, you know, the story was so beautiful because it wasn't the traditional, you know, like snowball fights and, and Christmas cookie baking. And it was this woman, you know, living on like the bare edge of, you know, poverty and, and just trying to survive another day, how she, you know, finds the, the means, the money, the time, the love to give her son, the Christmas that he, she feels he deserves. Um, and the creativity too. Cause she's yes, so and the, creative. So creative and just so loving and how, you know, this whole experience brought people into her life that she never would have probably talked to. Um, and that's not a trope necessarily for me, but I just had to say like, I, I do, you know, I love all the sappier, fabulous, lovely things, but, but this book to me is just sort of everything about, what the holiday season can mean to people and, and the love and the support that you don't even know that you may have. Um, right. That's yeah. And, and the people around you, what, what that book taught me, um, which we'll probably talk about one thing it taught me, remind me, we'll talk about it because it's a spoiler and we don't want to uh -huh. talk about it. Here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk but about it. <laughs> another thing, another thing that I can talk about here is just how many people are willing to help you. Uh, that you don't even know about the people that see you on a daily basis that actually are kind. Cause yeah. sometimes, and I think that's one thing that the holidays, the holidays brings a lot of stress and a lot of things um, for people, positive and negative. But I think that one thing that we can all agree is that it, they do remind you, at least these books remind me that there are kind people. And I think sometimes we, even, you know, those of us, the, even no matter what kind of person you are, what kind of life you're living or where your circumstances are, it's good to stop and remember that, that's, that there are nice people that do help and do um, take care of other people. And I, I really appreciate that in this book. I did too. It was really a special book. And just to think, I'm like 98% certain that was her debut novel. Um, I, I couldn't find so. anything else. Yeah. Me neither. I couldn't find I anything tried. else by her. Yeah, me too. 
Um, and I don't know, like just, there's so many amazing tropes. Like there's like the Snowden with a stranger who probably has amnesia or they're trapped <laughs> yeah. in a, Oh my God. Know, oh that's my God. one of my favorites. I, I have to say something <laughs> about this Snowden with what? a stranger. And I'm uh-huh. not sure that this is podcast appropriate, but here it goes. So, um, <laughs> what is up with all these people making love in the snow? I mean, I live <laughs> Oh my God. Right. I'm, I'm always like, <laughs> that's, yeah. I, look, I, you know, I'm, I'm you know, no judgment, but how do they not freeze their ass? <laughs> Christmas, you have hypothermia. That's you right. Know. How, how, Can how? you imagine going to the hospital? Going to the hospital, like, the doctor, I, 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 um, um, you know, I, I just can't imagine, like, shivering in the hospital and trying to explain to the doctor why they're there. All right. And then what about you, always Stacey? like, they're usually enemies, right? Like in these books and they right. have to, they end up in a cabin together because of who knows why there's always some like contrivance and they're stuck there. And Snowden then with the CEO, right? Like and a storm and like oh. these huge blizzards. And I'm like, this doesn't happen in real life. You know, like, right. Go out. And so like, a blizzard only lasts like a couple of days. It's not like weeks long. I know. Where, where was my CEO? <laughs> You don't when know. My CEO in, the, in that snowstorm in Boston that snowed like 32 inches. I didn't have a CEO. That's true. That's Where was true. he? <laughs> well, you were the Greek me. virgin bride. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> I mean, I just, okay, so I just read um, The Lady Most Willing. Ooh, oh, yes. God. Good book. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys read that. Yes. It's a historical romance, and it's a novel in three parts by Julia Quinn. Louisa James and Tony Brockway and Great. I loved it but it was you know it was like one of those things that if you read any other time of the year it's like this blizzard just went on for days and <laughs> days while these three couples fell in love and I was like the storm just kept getting worse and worse like that's not <laughs> I love it but oh my god but we just love reading about it, right? Like, it's so fun, isn't it? You know, yes, it is. like I said, there can be amnesia. Um, um, I feel like there was an, a, a couple where the woman, well, at least she got in a bad car accident. Uh, I, I love read those. The, the Jody Thomas. Oh, like Ram Dane or Jody Thomas? Well, it was, it was Jody Thomas. And um, the, the woman basically was pitched out of her car. And somehow oh, in the middle wow. of the back of beyond, this guy, like, keeps this woman alive in a snowstorm somehow. So... I mean, you know, it's, it's all that and kind of does stuff. Does he that... kill her at the end or fall in love with her? Cause, like, no, he falls in love. Man. No, She's it's not like a romance. Kill her at the end. Monster? Oh, my gosh. You, the Christmas monster. <laughs> right? But you did mention, though, you mentioned Rayanne Thane. And I think I we have did. to talk about um, she writes a Christmas novel every year. Um, and it's just funny how we have these different, you know, snowstorms um, right. that go on for days, right? And, um, <laughs> right. You know, people like survive and get their lives saved and, you know, fall in love and, you know, all those things like during these snowstorms. I just think it's so silly and so delightful. Yeah. Someone's going to write about a wedding in the middle of a blizzard. Yeah, I'm totally. I, I mean, I've read it. that book, that book that you're talking about, Stacey. The oh, one yeah, with, with the, the three couples with the snowstorm and the... Well, the snowstorm, well, the one with the hermit, It um, the hermit one, it stressed me out so much I couldn't finish it. I, oh, man. I was so scared. I had to stop. But I was... Were... I was scared. I didn't want anyone to die. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it could have ended either way. I mean, he could have just rescued yeah. her to keep her in prison. And to, yes. to, could have been I monsters. Guess. I don't know. No. Like, you know, no there's Christmas some rules. Monsters. There's Christmas rules monsters. about Christmas books. And, like, we don't, we don't have, you know, the ones I read always have happy endings in the holiday ones. So can I, I read, just but, tell you, yeah. can I just tell you that you she just, like, gave the title? You just, like, t- talked about some of the plot of this book that, um, that I finished the other day that I call the most ben- bonkers banana pants <laughs> yeah. book. You have to is, talk about that book. It is called. Is Christmas- it a holiday related? Okay. Yes. It's called Christmas Witness Suspect by Lisa Harris. <laughs> it is the most banana, <laughs> is the most banana pants book. It's so bonkers. And, and there's a storm coming. She's got amnesia. It start the book starts out. There's like literally a shootout 
with oh, like wow. the FBI and the oh, bad is it guys. Santa shooting people? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Listen, abominable snow woman. It is not <laughs> Santa. Good, good, because I, I my brain cannot be broken any more than it already is. Um, so, but she goes. She, she's and then this guy just happens to come up, and he happens to be. He's a deputy. He takes her back to his house. Somehow, like the killers get into the house. It's just never really explained, but you don't really care because it's just it's just delightful. And at some point, like they're rappelling off of a watchtower in the middle of like a snowstorm, oh, which seems yeah, as one does. You mentioned this the other day. It seems yeah. like it would be super dangerous, and that Whoa. if they don't get shot first, they might fall and die. But whatever, <laughs> and. And it, and then like at the at the end, there's such a great romantic gesture that was so symbolic. It's sweet that I just I just oh, it was just so cute. And this all this family and tradition and stuff. And and but they're this these people. They kept saying, "Oh well, they oh well, the blizzard's getting really bad." <clears throat> I'm gonna be the guy now. Oh, well, the blizzard's getting really bad now, honey. You know, it's just there's surely not. Surely the killers are not going to come and find you. And she's like, okay, but I'm scared anyway. And she had amnesia, so she doesn't even know who the hell she is. And then all of a sudden he's like, wow, I really underestimated the killers. I didn't think that they were going to show up, but here they are. And the book is just so oh. great. And then they repel off of it. So yes, and they repel. They repel <laughs> wow. off of a watchtower that has been there wow. for like a hundred years or so. While whilst the killers are shooting, <laughs> and, oh my God. and the wind is a blowing, and it just it and, is a snow and, snow and, and is a fallen. Oh my God, I think that, that sounds this is a, sort of crazy. This and is I a, need to read it. This is like what we were talking about last week: the danger boner. It's a real shame it was a love inspired suspense because there was no <laughs> there was no danger boner. Maybe like some danger genesis, but no no danger boner <laughs> there. So. Well, I don't even know. At least he was a little bit smarter than <laughs> Now some of these books though, I mean, then you have the sort of sweet end of the spectrum with like the Ray Ann Thane books, and there's always like widowed you know, orphaned children staying with a family member in a small town for Christmas. Are we, am I, who, come on, you, some of you have read these books, right? Yeah, yeah, I've never read Rayanne 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 before. Yeah. I've never read her. I have. And I have. she just, she kind of tells the same thing every, almost every year with the same sort of like setup. And mm -hmm. it's like kind of magical every time, you know, like there's always like the, I don't know. Usually it's like some sort of like soldier who's just home to recuperate from something. And then the sweet like librarian type. And then the, the children yeah, yeah, that yeah. are there, and, you know. Um, but Aww. then she wrote no, a I, this I, year. I start thinking about war books, and I, I start seeing tomorrow in my head, and <clears> maybe, you know, far, maybe away. far away. <laughs> yeah, and 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 so all those things. But um, I think this book came out this year, and um, I just read it last weekend, and I loved it so much, um, even though it was sort of unrealistic. But um, and I I hate when I blank on the name, but it's about this woman. Talk about um, your trope of being away for ten years and coming back. It's coming home for Christmas. Coming it's home like for Christmas. Eight Thank you. Point I think. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those. And um, Can you guys place... tell I book stalker. Yeah, and it's. I'm cool. sick. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad that you remember things that I can't. And you know, it's about a woman who, um, for reasons we don't understand, um, she was married, she had two children and she just leaves. And then seven years later, her husband uh, brings her back. Um, and she spends the holiday season with her Whoa. husband and children after this absence that we don't know why it happened. And it's sort of a cuckoo bananas plot. I mean, if you think about it, but it was so beautifully written, like I just can't even. And so I'm sitting here like suspending all my belief is like this woman is just sort of like assimilating back into her life after being away from her children for seven years. But the way that Rayanne Thane wrote about this small town and like all the people coming together to sort of help, you know, this couple kind of help them along and just the, the family and the sister and the, I don't even know. It was so delightful. And I just spent a couple hours just like completely immersed in this story. So Rayanne Thane, she's a, a just one of the perennial favorites of just like reading every year. I don't know. We would be remiss. She's like Rabin Carr, but better. We would, yeah, she's, yeah. I, I like Rianne Thane. 
<laughs> we would be like remiss if we did so, not mention the queen of the Christmas novels. Oh, can we please? Can you please say her name, Mika, so I can rhapsodize? Yes. <laughs> we should make a rap with her name. The queen of the Christmas of the Christmas novels. The woman who brought us angels who are literally named Shirley Goodness and Mercy. Abby oh, yes. Maycomer. Oh my god, I love love. Oh, god. oh my god. I just read um every year um at Christmas time one of the books that I have to read is The Perfect Christmas by Debbie Maycomer. And it's about a, a, a matchmaker and a woman who's like, you know, needs some family and there's found family. There's like escapades. There's like a, a sweetly silly romance. Like the whole thing is so delightful. Um, this year's was, uh, was it a Mrs. Miracle Christmas? Is that? Yeah. And it was, that is a book. Yeah. I, I it teared me up book. pretty bad this time this year. And my sister <laughs> read it and she's like, this is really sappy. And I'm like, wait a minute, why am I like Heart of Stone Woman, like reading this, like weeping? And Sarah, oh, who's Sarah like, all... told you it was sappy. Oh, <laughs> yes. But anyway, I mean, the she world is, is the queen. The you world know, she is writes ending. these, it, I think it is. And she just writes these books that are so full of like love and hope and sap. Does and... she write Christian romance? I thought, no, no, no. Nope. They're but inspirational. She's... They're kind of, there is like, some Christian leanings, you know, but I wouldn't okay. put her in the camp of that. I wouldn't pigeonhole her and say that she just only writes Christian romance. Oh, so I it's very hallmarky, right? It is. Like, it's so. not quite as sinful to read her than other authors, but <laughs> okay. right. but I would say <laughs> I think though, that's why I've never picked her up. So I was like, oh, she she just- does write some books with more of a religious bent, like the ones about the angels. Like this year, there were some Bible verses tucked into the to the story, but. Um, as someone who does not necessarily appreciate a preachy, um, inspirational romance, um, like I told you, I was weepity for most of it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, there's just something about, again, I, I don't typically read her um, non-holiday romances, even though I, I do like her. I just don't tend to read her during the year. But every year when the holiday season starts, she's the first name I look up, first author, to see what she's written this year for us. Anyone else? So, will I get fired if I say I've never in my life read Debbie McComer? No. No. Because you and I read her either. So. I tried. I was in a romance club. The books. I was in a romance club with Mika many years ago. I don't know if you remember Mika. I do. We were in this romance club very long time ago. Maybe like 10 years ago. Jeez. And uh, we had to read Snow in April by Debbie McComer. And I tried. And I just couldn't. And ever since then, I haven't Isn't tried. Is that Rosamund yet. Pilcher? No, it's the Debbie Maycomber book. It is a Debbie oh, Maycomber. Okay. I, I just had one more, like, thing to add. Um, I It slipped my mind earlier. Um, one thing I love is, like, small town uh, Christmas magic. Yes. Um, and one book that I came across um, not too long ago is called If You Give a Jerk a Gingerbread. Um Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hilarious. Huh. Like the the name of the book is literally what made me read it. Um and it's one of those small town cuz the the series is called Reindeer Falls. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, she's a Christian painter. Jana Aston. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> just just joking. We were both um, wrong. <laughs> Jan- Jana Aston and um she this book is like there's there's just really young girl. Her name is Ginger. Um <laughs> or not um and she is she's a baker at this little home like homey bed and breakfast type thing um and she is taking part in this christmas bake-off that is taking being filmed in her hometown and she she runs into another contestant which she doesn't realize who he is or that he is a contestant at the time um, oh, no. um, but he's this top chef that she's obsessed with and that's all she could think about. And then she finds out he's a contestant who's going up against her. And then in the romance starts and the hardcore love. And she is like all the, the giddy giddy feels about this guy. And there's so many close, uh, hot, fast romance scenes. And then she's like, no, I have to keep you out of my head because all I'm about is winning this competition and blah, blah, blah. 
and it just brings them together. But it all happens in this little magical snow field, snow filled town of Reindeer Falls. And it's beautiful and romantic and hot and sexy all at the same time. And I, I kind of fall into that kind of thing at Christmas time too. So it's, it would be really cheesy any other time of the year, but it worked. (laughs) And it sounds fabulous. I think there's like three or four books in that series. It really is. It was great. A town called Reindeer Falls. Uh, Is that like a Christmas town permanently? I think so. Is it always Christmas? (laughs) All the books in the series, all the books in the series take place at Christmas, but I think it involves the same family. It's just different sisters. Interesting. I'll have to look it up. But it all takes place. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. Your book reminds me of this other romance that, I, I actually haven't read it this year yet, but I like to read it every year because it makes me so happy. And it's called Kiss Me Under the Mistletoe by Marina Adair. Oh, and I'll have to check that out. It's so good. Read it. It's one of my favorites, too. And it's contemporary, and it takes place in this really small town in California called St. Helena's Vineyard. And <gasps> That's my mom's name, so I have to St. read it. St. Helena. It's right up near Napa. <laughs> yep. 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 And Helena's my mom's name. I have to read that. It's the first book in the series and it's just this beautiful Christmas story set in like a small town and it has all the elements of like, you know, this struggling single mother trying yes. to yes. like work their own new job and she runs into uh or like she falls in love with the man of like you know, the sister of her Oh my goodness, I'm not telling this right. But like <laughs> she sister's cousin's mom. brother's mother's father. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. She this guy <laughs> who does not like her because um oh, her ex cheated on his sister with her. So it's just this like really oh, beautiful like I'm gonna read that now. Lover. I know. I need to um, read it too. In this right now. small town with like the backdrop. Vineyards. <laughs> wine uh, lots lots of wine yeah excellent i need this beautiful so fabulous so our time is growing short and i just want to just quickly go and just like in a few words each of us i just kind of want to know um you know i feel a very specific way when i read a holiday romance and i just kind of want to know how reading these romances makes you feel um and i'm gonna start with um, Mika. Um, so reading Christmas, reading like holiday romances make me, makes me feel like I am getting a warm, tight hug and it brings to mind blankets and hot chocolate. And so when I'm reading them, I want to, I want to have a cup of hot chocolate right next to me and I want to be curled up and some blankets and be super and be super warm and just it's it's very comforting yep all right um Kristen how about you um I'm a very emotional person so I I kind of feel all the feels especially with the books that I mentioned the Joanna Lindsay and the Mm -hmm. you know the the Lauren Royal books especially because I'm all about the family togetherness and the love and that deep emotional connection with all the family members and even you know I I like to feel that true love feel because I am a hopeless romantic and so I Mm -hmm. feel all warm and giddy and fuzzy and can picture myself there and I like I like thinking that way and it makes me happy during the holidays to know that somewhere in the world somebody does have that even if it isn't a book so (laughs) I love that warm and fuzzy How, how about you Min Reading these books give me the warm fuzzies all the time. <clears throat> and, you know, my family, we don't celebrate Christmas the way that most people do. Like, we don't really do a lot of decorating or, like, present giving or anything like that. But we still spend a lot of time together. So, I, for me, kind of reading these Christmas novels gives me that um, like escape, you know, kind of 
living in someone else's life. And it makes me really happy to know that other people and other families have these traditions. And not to say that, you know, my family time during Christmas is not special. It is. It's just, I kind of want, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a different kind of special. Um, And I like to live vicariously through these really extravagant Christmas traditions sometimes. Um, And it's just nice, you know, um, because I know Christmas and the holidays in general can be difficult for a lot of people in many different ways. Um, So the fact that we, that I can read these books and still get those warm fuzzies makes me really happy. Just kind of escape. How about you, Natalia? It just makes me happy. It adds to Christmas is my favorite holiday. And I love, as I said, I can do Christmas any time of year. We, you know, it works for me. And Mm -hmm. it it just makes me happy. The togetherness, the family, the traditions give me ideas uh, for traditions that I want to start because I'm not, I'm, I was born in the USA, but I'm not from American descent. So, a lot of the traditions I grew up with aren't necessarily the traditions I read about, like, you know, Three Kings and things like that. So it's really cool to see how um, people celebrate. And it makes me want to just, in- I kind of want to incorporate every single tradition that I've seen <laughs> or that I've read I about know, right? into my <laughs> I life. Um, I don't necessarily want to be snowed in with my CEO. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, what? You know in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Snowden in Miami. <laughs> That'd be a great Christmas story. <laughs> On the beach. Right? <laughs> yeah. But oh it, it's so funny because honestly, I love summer. Like I, I don't like the winter and I don't like the snow. Um, well, the snow is beautiful when it's falling, but um, as those of us like men and I can attest when it's, when you live in the snow, you know, you don't just get to see it fall. You have to walk in the sludge that it's yeah. melting. Yep. I've been there. And, yep. We've all been there. I think. Oh, you've all been there. True. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, I'm the only one that doesn't live in snow currently. Yeah. But <laughs> nope. Me neither. Oh, Kristen. Oh, yeah. Well, te- it's, it does snow in Texas though. No, but, not in El Paso. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're in El Paso, true. But yeah, I, I don't like winter, so I don't necessarily like the weather, but I love everything else. The hot chocolate, and, and I like, you know, the kind of stories that the weather allows for, even though they're unrealistic and they're silly and it would like, never happen in real life, because probably it would be really awkward if they happen in real life, but it's so cool how they can come together in a book. Yeah. And I think for me, I am like the for me i i find holiday reading whether it be you know snowed in with a stranger small town matchmaking or you know have to escape to some place with someone to get away from whatever or you know the the grump and the like christmas like joyous one i mean yeah discrugified you know all those different tropes what I think I love most about all of the, the holiday novels is that they make me feel, despite sometimes feeling uncomfortable because they're so sappy and I'm not at heart a sappy person, but what I, what I get from these is hope. And they make me hopeful for, you know, starting a new year and beginning again anew and the hope for happiness that's going to come. And so I hope, my hope is that for all of you who listen to our podcast, that you have, however you celebrate, that you have a wonderful holiday season. I hope it is filled with whatever type of reading brings you joy. Um, And, you know, I hope that again, next year we can come to you and talk more about an amazing plethora of books that make us all happy. So thank you to Mika and Natalia and Min and Kristen for joining me in this episode, all about holiday reads. And we will all be back um, with you soon. If you would like to leave us a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you use to access the show. Not only does it tell us what you think, but it also helps other people find us when they're looking for book-related podcasts. Um, It kind of advances us in the Google algorithm. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with an author interview and, of course, the guide to new releases. 
and some number of us will be back on Friday with more bookish greatness. Take care, everybody. Shannon will be back on Tuesday with with her guide to the newest of releases and some number of us will be back on Friday to discuss more book related amazingness. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday and take care. Merry Christmas, Hanna Ramadan, Kwanzaa. Oh, I love that. <coughs> I don't know to say it, but I Thanks. That was Christmas fun. Christmas, Ramadan, Kwanzaa. So, okay, wait, who talked about said. Marina Dare? Was that Min? Yes. yes. It's yes. called what? Kiss Me Under, Kiss the, mistletoe. Me under the Mistletoe. I'm like, I'm seriously, right like, now. yeah, I'm and it's read it. by Renee Rodman. Rodman? Okay. <gasps> okay, that'll be fun. Yes. The queen. The queen okay. of sap. And do you know what I didn't even mention? I'm so annoyed. I didn't mention the cowboy Christmas. Like, how could I have forgotten <laughs> that? Oh, yeah. So many I started to mention it, but I was getting too wordy. So I. How, how could you forget the red and green chaps? I don't. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't, I don't think I've ever read a book What's with red and green chaps. Because I don't think I've ever read one. I, will see I love you Christmas on a yes. ranch. I, I will that see you at like eleven tomorrow morning. Riding horses through the snow. So I. Show me to lock your door. My favorite, um, that kind of has a cowboy vibe, and I could be wrong about this. Um, it's been a few You're years, welcome. but it's the first Rayanne Thane I ever read, and it's um, Christmas in Snowflake Canyon. Okay, um, that sounds cowboy. Oh, I loved is. it yeah. ever so much. Um, I just picked up a new book. Um, I actually, it was on Bard the other day, and then it's also uh, in Romance, the Romance, uh, what the hell is it? Audible Escape. Um, oh, and it's good. by Caitlin Cruz, and it's called... Um, a true cowboy Christmas, I believe, but it's a marriage of convenience story. Oh, yeah. oh. and fun. her last name, yes. in case you're having trouble finding her, is Cruz. C R E W. Hi, C R E W S. Oh, like cruising. Yeah. yeah, like I'm going on a cruise. Huh. Well, it's not even that. Like cruising, like down the road. I don't even know how it's like. No, like a crew. Or my crew. A my crew. Like a crew. A double, yeah. like plural yeah. cr- crew. Like all the crews are here. Like I don't y'all know. are my bistro crew. Um, <laughs> yes. Can so you anyway, tell me about Audible Escape? Like, how does it work? So you can add it. Like for um, I, I don't know what it costs. I'm I'm a platinum Audible member, and it's like six and change. He says six ninety five a month, and basically yeah, you can download. You can have um, 10, uh, like, borrows in your library at a time. And basically, you just read them, and then you can just return them, and it's basically unlimited. You can read, I mean, basically unlimited as long as you only have 10 downloads in your library. Oh. Oh. Okay. Our word books are in um, Audible Escape, by the way. Some of them are, yeah. Some, yeah. But, Um, so. Releasing, um, too. So those ones, you can... It's just like an additional charge yes, to your Audible, correct? Right? Like and if yes, you have the monthly Audible. Audible for fourteen ninety nine or whatever it is, and then yeah. it adds that extra six ninety nine yes. to your to your monthly bill for the Audible Escape, but it's unlimited. You read and return, read and return. Yeah, kind of like and, Kindle Unlimited. And the nice okay. thing is, the nice thing is they have all these different categories. They have all these like schmaltzy, ridiculous, like um, you know, like um. Oh, uh, like, uh, situation ones, like, um, you know, brother, uh, not brother, but, um, like brother's hey, best God, friend or like, um, oh God. you know, um, holiday, oh. they have ghosts, they have like, you can look by that. You can look or like, um, wrong side of the tracks or, you know, okay. bad boy. So it's really cool. You can search motorcycle too. Yeah. I mean, tons of different things. <laughs> Those um, awesome. Yeah. I have a huge... Wait, what? The motorcycle uh, club, uh, gang, yeah, club type romances. I don't like those. They have a huge historical that. romance. They have dukes. They have Scottish. They have a ton. So if, if that's I love, okay. the, I love those. Okay. Yeah, it's I a great thing. It. Yeah, yeah, and I you get a thirty-day trial. I mean, so too. like you don't have to pay for it. 
Right, well, you can get it, it test it for a month, see if you like it, and then if that's you what I did. That's what I did too. Yeah. And if you don't, you make another account and test it again for a little bit longer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's All cheating, right, Natalia. Friends, I actually need to go. <laughs> yeah, we're cheating. Right, yes, I do as well. Thanks, you guys. Shannon, I wanted to ask a question real quick. And, yeah. um, I have to go also, guys. You guys have a wonderful All right, evening. Thank All you right. both, Mika and Natalia. Bye, Mika Moon. Bye, bye, everybody. Shannon, Kristen, <laughs> before I wanted to just ask because I I know you guys like Christine does the yeah. um, the music for the podcast yes. like it or whatever um for the for the Christmas episode is she able to use like any kind of Christmassy thing music to either start it or end it or is it have does it have to be no, what she I'll always have to uses ask her. I feel like it's whatever to, is free, right? Because she always does right. Her. So I'll have to ask her if she can find something. Um, so I think that like would be free. Fun. Free music is usually like really horrible. Yeah. Like she looked at a lot of it, like to see, you know, what it sounded like, and a lot of it was gross. Um, yeah, I can imagine. But I'll have to ask her if she sees anything that has kind of a more like. Well, some of the holidays, Christmas carols. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I meant I meant to hang up, but it's not. It's like super frozen, and I heard what you're saying. Some of the older Christmas carols, you could find them for free because things lose uh, copyright. Right. Right. They're like yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like the traditional Christmas Mm -hmm. carols or something, just to either end it or start it. I just think it would kind of make it a little fun and festive, and since it is a holiday episode. That's a good idea. I think I have a recording of something Christmassy that I did. Not me singing. It's instrumental. But um, somewhere. If she doesn't find anything, let me know. And we can use Oh, it. okay. You can. Okay. Awesome. Is it the fact that she just can't find anything free to download or you have to pay to be able to use it since it's being. No, like it's just like. God, so this thing is super frozen. You don't want to get people angry if you use like copywritten material without their permission. Yeah. So if okay. you find something that's like in sort of the public domain that allows you to use it for free, then you're good. Otherwise, like chances are probably really good that no one would notice, but I'd rather not like find out. No, I understand. I just didn't get in a lot of the trouble. logistics of that because I've never done yeah. podcasting. So, okay. No, it's cool, just like cool. anything like, you know, if you're like using somebody's whatever it is, it'd be like yeah. if we played like huge portions of audiobooks, like on episodes and we didn't have permission, yeah. like people would get mad. Yeah. Okay. Um, or theoretically, they could get mad. Like, I don't really know yeah. if they would, but they yeah. could. No, I understand what you mean. I was, I was just curious. Because I haven't I done podcasting you. before, so I didn't know if it was like a well, but yeah, the free music that she could choose from was pretty dismal for just like yes. in general. But maybe they'd have some free like holiday sort of inspired like jingle yeah, bell, like to... something or yeah, like just something that sounds kind of festive. Festive. Yeah, I will ask. The but tell her not to stress out. No, no, no. So normal is fine. Out, I was just curious. I think it would be fun, though. I agree with you. I didn't even think about that, Kristen. That's a good idea. Um, do either of you know how to spell... Thank you. Do either of you know how to spell Adair? Is it A-D-A-I-R, I think? Okay, I'm going to try to find her. That's how I would spell it. But that's how I would spell it, yeah. But I wouldn't have spelled but you can... C-R-E-W-S either, so. <laughs> That's true. You can also look, though, under St. Helena's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Like, if you put that into Audible, um, you'll find her stuff that way as well. Yeah. That might be what so. I need to read right now, my vineyards. I think this went okay. That... I hope we can yeah, edit out too. some of the, you know, tell the hue I'm sorry if there's a lot of editing. Yeah. I don't think it'll be too bad. Yeah, I don't know why it's... Uh... Hopefully not. I don't know why you were hearing funky audio because it it didn't happen to us. I heard everybody mm-hmm. clear the whole time. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like if you guys hear it and I don't, it's usually not a problem. But since my account and my like connection is where the recording comes through, if I hear it, then generally that means the recording hears it too. Um, yeah. so we will have to see. 
I hope that we got men talking about the um, the lady most willing because I wasn't sure if that was before or after things started cutting out. No, um, you're with good. The Jody yeah. Thomas. Okay, all right, good. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to do right, one more what we're reading Wednesday. Um, and then we'll stop for Christmas Day and New Year's Day okay. and then come back on the what is eighth, that? Like the eighth the next one. Yes. And we All are right. switching. Um, we're switching Vincento's um, Columbus visits to Fridays. I think that works a little better for my mom. Um, ah, okay. So that shouldn't like, no like impact recording anymore um it's true so i'm tired friends Ooh, it's been a really, really long ass day bless you yeah. i please give sarah and and v a hug for me i'm so I glad will. that it's working like i read that yeah, and I'm my heart just yeah. let go. i was like oh thank you yeah so the nice thing is with this one there isn't like the gi side effects that he could have from oh, that's some good. of the other. It doesn't have to be like this is a, oh, this all is over. A, yeah, no, this is a multi-chop. So they're using a, like a like several different um, drugs like during this treatment. And this week's the only thing that is going to happen is that he's going to need to pee constantly um, and drink water. Oh, okay, constantly. so kind of like the pred. Kind of like pred, and he's on pred every other day. They've been decreasing because um, it was causing some pretty neurotic behaviors. Um, yeah. So they're, so they're decreasing that. But in the meantime, they also gave him a diuretic today. So I'm like, Oh my poor mom, oh. like he's going to be peeing <laughs> nonstop. So just think good thoughts. that <laughs> He might need a doggy diaper. <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> Pee pad. For puppies. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, 